That's Bundesliga show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season is back at MyBookie, and they're now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book? You need BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And finally, we're all sports you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. dancing right now you look ridiculous one day we are going to play the full instrumental of that the whole 47 minutes to open up the show no not really that would be ridiculous but if anybody is interested in what that song is because i know some of you are i will forward you the link and you can listen to it yourselves you are of course listening to das bundesliga show here on the soccer gambling podcast you can follow the soccer gambling podcast on twitter at s SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. I'll be tweeting out some more free plays for you guys this weekend. For those of you guys that gave me a review, you did get yourselves a Bundesliga bonus lock. Little bit of a nightmare with those DM locks this weekend. I'll tell you what ended up happening. So I had the first lock go out for the EPL show. As you know, there was no lock on the EPL show. It was DM only in exchange for reviews in order to get you guys used to the process of leaving me reviews because that's what we need here. We need word of mouth. We need people listening to the show and we need those iTunes reviews as well. So I took the locks off the EPL show and I asked you guys to DM me your review of the Soccer Gambling Podcast in exchange for a lock. However, what ended up happening was that as soon as I sent out the first 50 locks, I got banned from Twitter for 12 hours because I was spamming. So when I sent out Brighton and Manchester United, both teams to score to 50 people, the exact same DM, they ended up um, freezing my account for 12 hours and limiting me from sending any more DMs. So by that time, the game had kicked off. I had to choose a different lock for the EPL. And then I wanted to send an in-play for that EPL because it was Chelsea and over 1.5 goals, which didn't hit. But the in-play of Chelsea to draw at 11-1 to did hit. And some of you guys got that, but not enough of you. 
and then the next day to compensate for that, anybody that got the losing lock on Chelsea ended up getting a winning lock from the Bundesliga on Hoffenheim plus 2.5. The moral of the story is DMing you the locks doesn't work as a system. So I don't want to have a system where you send me a review and then I send you a lock and that's how we do the lock. I just want to give you a lock at the end of the show and I want you guys to pass on the information about the show through word of mouth Get as many listeners to the show as you can and give good reviews for the Soccer Gambler podcast. That's all we want. Don't want any PayPal. Don't want any tips. Don't want any money for anything. Don't want any favours. Don't need you guys to sign up to my Patreon. If you do sign up to my Patreon, it's lockbetting.com where we're coming off another month of profit. That's 88 months in a row. The record speaks for itself. The P&L for the month of August will be the pinned tweet over at SGP Soccer. But all I really want you guys to do as a very, very basic requirement is to leave the reviews and pass on through word of mouth information about the show so we get more listeners because we are giving you free money on this show every week on Das Bundesliga show and the EPL show as well. We begin our Bundesliga fixtures with Union Berlin versus Mons, which is taking place on Friday. Um, the Champions League draw is taking place later on today and I'm going to leave a little space at the end of the show to talk a little bit about the Champions League, my initial reactions of the Champions League draw. It's just going to be about five minutes or so at the end of the show. That's going to be after the locks and um, we'll be doing a proper Champions League preview once we have the prices because I literally am going to do it straight after the draw. I don't think we're going to immediately have any decent markets for that but there will be a Champions League preview show for the group stages as per usual but I want to give you my first reactions so as I'm doing this now there's a few hours until the draw but I'm not going to submit this until the draw takes place and I'm going to talk about the Champions League draw my initial reactions at the end of the show so back to that game Union Berlin versus Mons which takes place on Friday night Union Berlin are available at 6-5, it's 5-2 to to draw, and it's 21-10 on Mons. This is certainly not a game I want any part of, because I tend to lean towards the away teams in the Bundesliga, because that is still a trend that's hitting quite hard and is still quite profitable, with the away teams largely cashing in this league. But it's so difficult to take Mons here because they sacked their manager last week off the back of a defeat against Stuttgart. Uh, Union Berlin finished 11th last season, which defied expectations. And of their 12 wins, eight of them come at home. So you would take Union Berlin under usual circumstances. But there is such a weird home-away dichotomy in the Bundesliga you really want to be sure when you're taking the home team. You want some real strong data and reasoning. And I don't quite think that Mons sacking the manager and Union Berlin being better at home than they are away quite qualifies. Um, you have a lot of data here for an under. Uh, four of Mons' last five Bundesliga away games have ended with under 3.5 goals. Both teams not to score one in 16 of Mons's league matches last season. And Mons have suffered six 1-0 defeats in the league last season. So there's a lot here pointing to the under. And the 1-0 in particular I picked out because um, three of Berlin's last four Bundesliga victories were settled by a solitary goal. So with that in mind, that's why 
I particularly pulled up the stat for the the one nil because it's applicable to both Mons and to Union Berlin as well. So I like the look of Union Berlin to win this game one nil eight to one. Uh, I like the under two and a half goals here at plus money at evens. And I would lean towards Union Berlin winning this game on the money line, which is available at a best price of 7-5. to five. I know I quoted it at 6-5 to five earlier, but if you shop around, you can get it at 7-5. to five. But, I mean, I always say this to people because I get a lot of tweets from people saying, oh, I won money on this or, oh, I'm lucky on that. If you tweet me and say I was way off with my bets from the Union Berlin Mons game, I don't have any bets on it. I'm not going to have any bets on it on my service and I'm not telling you to bet on it either. Sometimes it's fine to just stay away. The The point of this show is to preview and give a lean on every single game and then to finish off on, on the EPL show uh, with a lock, dog and parlay. It doesn't mean I'm telling you to play the lock, dog and parlay. I mean, what I play on my service is what I play on my service. I mean, inside a secret, the lock gets played 99% of the time because it's the strongest play of the week. And sometimes the lock may be the second or third strongest, and I really like to hold back the number one play for my clients. But a majority of the time, the lock will be the number one or two play because if you can't land your lock, you're not going to attract any clients. I mean, that's the industry secret, but the the cappers on them, on places like Doc Sport and whatnot will go on to their videos and say that they're holding all their best plays back. No, your best plays is normally the best one play will be normally something that you give out for free to advertise yourself. I don't do that as much anymore because I do find that um, I don't like to give out too much free money to to morons on Twitter. So I'll never tweet out my best play. But I do often give out very good plays on my podcast. So if you've taken the time to listen to me, subscribe, especially uh, I'm under the assumption that you're going to leave reviews, then then yeah, I do give you the strongest plays on here in terms of what I constitute uh, as my lock. But um, don't play this game on Friday. There's no reason to play Union Berlin versus Mons on Friday night. Moving on to Saturday, we have Cologne versus Borussia Mönchengladbach, where Cologne are available at three to one. It's fourteen to five draw, and it's five to six on Borussia Mönchengladbach. Now, this is looks like a good away spot to take a team away from home, a better team as well in terms of the quality and personnel that they have. But Borussia Mönchengladbach have looked awful so far this season, and. There's a lot of statistical data here pointing towards the over when you look at Cologne games. Uh, Cologne's matches feature an average of 3.53 goals per game last season. Uh, both teams have actually scored in 23 of Borussia Dortmund's 34 matches last season. And the four matches that these two sides played this last season sorry, have feature, featured a total of 11 goals. So... Everything does point to the goals here. The only thing that scares me is watching Borussia Mönchengladbach play over the last two weeks, where last week we had them as a lock, and they were one up, and they were sitting back, clinging on against Union Berlin, and in the end, Union Berlin ended up equalising, and Union Berlin were pushing for a winner against Borussia Mönchengladbach. And um, this team are in the Champions League this season. They are going to struggle, and... The, the the German league does look just weaker this year with the departures of Kai Havertz and Werner. That's depleted um, Leverkusen and Leipzig. So 
Mönchengladbach will still be in the race. But you've got to look at other teams maybe getting in the race. People like Hoffenheim, who beat Bayern Munich last week. There's, there's different teams that could emerge, like Borussia Mönchengladbach's place in the top six is not guaranteed, unless they can play better. So I expect them to, to do that. I expect them to play better and get a win, because Cologne have been very poor in, in all their lockdown matches. So this does represent an opportunity here. But with that kind of data, you, you would think that there would be some kind of explosion of goals. And um, both teams to score and over 2.5 individually don't represent any value. But you can get both teams to score combined with the over 2.5 goals at around even money for this one. And uh, again, I'm not advocating a play because... Is a very difficult game to 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 cap when you're looking at um, how badly Cologne are playing, how badly Borussia Mönchengladbach have looked, and then looking at the data from last season and seeing when these two teams get together, it's an it's a goal implosion. But watching them play, that doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily point to that. And I'm very much um, a fan of the eye test as much as I am of stats and data and. Normally, when the two things combine, that that constitutes an official play. But when teams look like shit, but they've previously scored loads of goals, it makes it a very difficult game to cap. And um, often a stay away, often a stay away for me. Um, Up next, you've got Borussia Dortmund at home to Freiburg, where Dortmund are the one to four favourites here. It's five to one to draw and it's 19 to two on Freiburg. Borussia Dortmund are coming off the back of two defeats. But one defeat is actually a, a, a defeat where they looked very good in midweek against Bayern Munich, where they lost 3-2 and it took a late goal from Joshua Kimmich. And prior to that was last weekend where they looked awful against Augsburg. That was another lock that we dropped. And um, they they never looked good in that game. They never, not unlike Borussia Mönchengladbach who were ahead and there was a hedge opportunity, Borussia Dortmund's price was um, was around about minus 200 and just continued to drop. And when they went 1-0 down, I didn't even want to take them on the double chance. In fact, I didn't post it out to my clients because they looked that bad. I never really had any faith in them scoring a goal. And, um, and, and Haaland in particular, his touch was all over the place last week. Um, Jadon Sancho doesn't appear to be going to Man United, but he played like a player who who didn't look that interested last week. But as I said, it was an improved performance against Bayern Munich. And I look for them to, to, to win this game here. But, but Freiburg have only lost one of their previous seven Bundesliga fixtures. So they are a team in form. Borussia Mönchengladbach are the opposite. They've actually lost three of their previous five Bundesliga matches because they finished last season poorly as well. And uh, Freiburg's matches uh, featured an average of only 2.79 goals last term. So they're not one of these teams where it's in the 3-4 region uh, like 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 some. So whereas Borussia Dortmund are and their home games featured a ton of goals last season, if you remember, we've talked about it frequently. I think Freiburg are going to have a very definitive plan here to park the bus and they may make themselves difficult to, to break down. So I think Dortmund will win this game. But I think it's going to be a game where they need to break Freiburg down. And once they do, they may get more goals. But I think I'm more confident taking Borussia Dortmund and getting a better price as well on Borussia Dortmund to win to nil, to win with a clean sheet, which is available at 6-4, to four, than I am taking them on a minus 1.5 Asian handicap, which they might not cover until late on in the game. 
and it's odds on. So you're getting four to five there, whereas the clean sheet um, is available at six to four plus 150. And I do think it's going to be the kind of game where Freiburg sit back and make themselves difficult to break down and Dortmund are looking for a breakthrough. This could even go to to the half without a goal. I really do feel that that, that will be the, the tactic that Freiburg implement. And obviously their record recently shows that they've made themselves difficult to beat. Up next, we've got Eichert Frankfurt at home to Hoffenheim. And I don't know what to do with this Eichert Frankfurt team because last week they went and won away to Hertha Berlin and the opening day of the season, they couldn't beat Armenia Billerfield at home. So this is just the same Eichert Frankfurt that it was last season. You just cannot call what they're going to do. Um, there, as I said, they're 11-8 favourites here with Hoffenheim, the 9-5 underdogs, coming off a win at Bayern Munich and is that momentum or is this now a letdown spot because they won last week um, I'm willing to take the gamble on them to to win again here uh, but only on the pick market um, Hoffenheim have lost only one of the previous 10 Bundesliga matches IJ Frankfurt's games do tend to feature goals uh, there's an average of 3.5 last season and there was four last weekend both teams have scored in 23 of Eichert Frankfurt's 34 matches last season. So that's probably the safest place to go uh, with this one. But I think there may be value on taking Hoffenheim as an underdog in the pick market. Because it wouldn't surprise me at all if they go and beat um, Eichert Frankfurt away from home in this one. But um, I'm more wary of taking Hoffenheim off the back of that Bayern Munich win. Because it's such a big thing to end that 23 match unbeaten run or 23 match winning run 23 straight wins they had and Hoffenheim ended that it's such a big thing to to end it almost feels like they may be loving themselves they may be celebrating that they may feel like they've achieved something monumental and once you do that you can sometimes lose your edge and we need Hoffenheim to come in off the back of that and put it behind them and come here with the same edge to continue the momentum that's um, that's made them such an informed team here in the Bundesliga as of late. So I'm going to take them here in the pick market to win at Eintracht Frankfurt. Plus there's an opportunity to, to take a road team here as well. We know the, the road record here at the moment in das Bundesliga. Uh, Stuttgart are up next at home to Bayer Leverkusen where they're the 14-5 favourites. It's 3-1 to one the draw and it's 10-11 to 11 on Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, Stuttgart got themselves a big win last week, although Bayer Leverkusen will be a different cup of tea here. Um, Bayer Leverkusen have actually only won two of their previous seven Bundesliga matches and that was the form that cost them the Champions League place last year because they were well in control. They had the Champions League sewn up and then their poor form allowed Borussia Mönchengladbach to steal it from them. Both teams scored in 20 of Stuttgart's 34 Bundesliga 2 matches last season and uh, 12 of Stuttgart's 17 league wins came at home. So they are stronger at home. But I think this Bayern Leverkusen team need a win here and I think they'll be able to to pick up this win against Stuttgart. I think despite the fact they've lost Kai Havertz, I think this does represent an opportunity for them to to pick up a win. So I'm going to take Bayern Leverkusen here at 10-11. to 11. I think there is some value and there's definitely a gap in quality in this one. Up next, we have Werder Bremen at home to Bielefeld, where Werder Bremen are 23-20. to 20. It's 5-2 to two to draw, and it's 9-2 to two on Armenia Bielefeld. 
I mean, he's been filled, done well so far since coming into the Bundesliga. So it's difficult just to automatically bet against. And what I will say is that they are going to be heavy on the unders. And I think this could be another one here that, that goes under. I think the match may end up in a draw because it's, it's very difficult to take Werder Bremen at home. Um, it looked like an anomaly last season with with their home record and their away record where they were better away from home. But they've started this season the same way. Um, four of Armenia Billerfield's last nine matches have finished in draws, so there might be value on the draw line here. Uh, both teams have scored in 18 of Armenia Billerfield's 34 matches in Bundesliga 2 last season, although they actually are a solid defensive team, although that data would suggest that they do struggle to keep a clean sheet. And um, their record is 30 goals conceded in 34 games last season. So that's a fairly solid defensive record. Obviously, that's going to have some regression because you're moving up to the Bundesliga and there are more difficult teams to play. But but Werder Bremen aren't one of those teams. Werder Bremen are now an established bottom half team as far as I'm concerned. And if they don't improve their home form, they're going to be in another relegation scrap this season. I don't expect them to to win this one, which is one of the games you'd expect them to win because Armenia Billerfield are probably going to be a team in the bottom half, in and around Werder Bremen. So it is going to be a struggle. Um, I don't want to pick a winner here. It's difficult to bet against Armenia Billerfield because they've started with, with four points from six and are unbeaten and Werder Bremen are poor at home. But it's difficult to pick Armenia Billerfield as well because Werder Bremen can be good on their day. We saw how they survived last season. So I think the best way to go is going to be for the under here at four to six. I think the game's going to have a very definitive pattern. I think Armenia Billerfield are going to sit in this, stay in this league. It's going to be down to counter-attacking football. It's going to be down to soaking up pressure. And it's going to be down to taking up the, the few chances that they create. They're not going to win many matches on the expected goal count. So um, it's going to be very definite what they do each and every week and obviously Werder Bremen are one of the top sides so maybe they can be a little bit more expansive a lot more than they've been in the last two weeks but still I think that um, this game doesn't get to four so you'll be okay at least pushing with the three here at four to six minus 150. The final game on Saturday is RB Leipzig versus Schalke where RB Leipzig are available at one to four <clears throat> it's 21 to four the draw and it's 10 to 1 on Schalke. Schalke look really, really bad. I mean, they look bad enough to get relegated this season, which would be unbelievably shocking if Schalke were to go down. Um, Leipzig are not the team you want to play when you're bang out of form, even though they haven't got Werner. They're still capable of putting you to the sword. Uh, Leipzig have only lost one of their last five competitive matches. Schalke have conceded 20 goals in their last four Bundesliga assignments. And Schalke have failed to score in three of their last four meetings against RB Leipzig. If you're asking me, are Schalke going to score in this game? I would probably say no, because RB Leipzig are actually stronger at the back, despite the fact they've lost Werner. They're actually stronger at the back. So if they can keep Schalke out, can they score enough goals to cover a minus 1.5 handicap in this game. Absolutely, they can score enough goals here against the Schalke team to cover a minus 2.5 handicap. I think this game could end up being 3 or 4-0. Whatever it ends up being, it's going to be comfortable and Schalke aren't going to be getting anything from this game. Schalke are in big trouble. This represents a very good opportunity for Leipzig to get themselves onto 7 points. I can't see anything here 
but a comfortable Leipzig win. If Schalke do somehow manage to find the back of the net, I wouldn't be worried about Leipzig not being able to score three because I do think they'll be able to score three goals against this team. They look like an absolute dumpster fire at the moment. I was stunned by the result last weekend. I knew that they were going to find it difficult to to win that game. And I liked Werder Bremen on the double chance market or even as a pick. But to lose so convincingly to Werder Bremen, you have to be in trouble. And I actually think there is line value here on the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line here at 4-5 to five for RB Leipzig to, to win this by two or more. And obviously, you can even take that up to, to minus two on the Asian handicap line because that pushes if they only win by two goals, which is available at 11-10. And it wins if they win by three or more. And that's a definitive possibility here that they could win this by three, four or five. Because RB Leipzig are still capable of putting the ball in the net. And they're more than capable here of keeping a clean sheet. And if uh, Schalke don't score in this game, which I don't think they will, you have a fighting chance of covering any handicap in this game. So I'm going to play it safe and just keep it at the minus 1.5 because it's a good price, 4 to 5. Minus 125 for RB Leipzig to cover the minus 1.5 here against a very, very poor and in trouble Schalke team. Before we move on to Sunday's game, let me let you know that everything we're giving out here, you can bet over at mybookie.ag. Right now, they've got a $100,000 super contest for only a $10 entry, and they're giving away five grand in cash prizes every four weeks. You'll be crazy not to invest in your sports knowledge with that kind of potential return on your investment. $10 to win thousands. Sign me up. You can sign up at my bookie. Just use the promo code SGP to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to one thousand bucks that means if you put a hundred dollars in they'll give you another hundred dollars it's an easy easy way to jump start your bankroll nfl nba mlb they've got it all on tap and it's never too late to get started with your winning season exclusively at my bookie that's my bookie ag and a promo code sgp also don't forget to download that betql app that's the app you'll need to make smart bets this season and get an advantage over the sports book to get it all you need to do is head over to betql.co and enter our code sgp20 for 20 percent off your first subscription that's betql.co and our primary code sgp20 also check out our new sponsor thrive fantasy that's a daily that's sorry that's a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props so it's specific for player props if you download the app in the App Store and use our promo code SGP20, you'll get an instant deposit match up to $50. That's Thrive Fantasy, T-H-R-I-V Fantasy.com and the promo code SGP20 to get involved with Thrive Fantasy. These guys have actually given away over $1.6 million in cash prizes. Uh, they have a weekly guarantee prize of fifty grand. But I've already given away $1.6 million. So make sure you check that out. Use your primary code SGP when you sign up today. And you'll receive an instant match of up to $50 on your first deposit. Uh, download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store. Or by visiting the website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. And don't forget our primary code SGP. And of course, don't forget to check out Ace Per Head. 
If you've ever thought about starting your own sportsbook but don't know how, Ace is there to help you start that sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all lines up to the second wage created immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, they offer live betting and an amazing mobile experience. And you can get started today. Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Back to Das Bundesliga. And we move on to Sunday where we have Wolfsburg versus Augsburg, where Wolfsburg are the even money favourites. It's 13 to 5 the draw and it's 11 to 4 on Augsburg. Um, this is just a warm up on Sunday before Bayern Munich play. And it'll be interesting to see how Bayern Munich bounce back from their first loss in a long time last weekend. But. Um, Looking at this one, you would lean towards both teams scoring. So I think it's going to be an inter- entertaining game to start off your Sunday in the Bundesliga. Both teams have scored in 19 of Wolfsburg's 34 games last season. And only four of Wolfsburg's 13 league wins last season came at home. So this is an opportunity for the dog here, or at least for Augsburg, to avoid a defeat. Because Wolfsburg are not good at home. And Augsburg's, Augsburg's matches featured an average of 3.18 goals per game last season. And of course, they're coming off the back of the win against Dortmund. So again, you have to be weary. Augsburg are in decent form. But with two wins out of two, is this a letdown spot for them? I'm not sure. For me personally, both teams to score. It's possibly the safest way to go with 19 of 34 of Augsburg's matches last season cashing it. And you're getting the value of 4-5 to five here. I think that would have to be the play here in this one. Closing out our Bundesliga picks with Bayern Munich. They're at home to um, Hertha Berlin. And they are the 1-8 to eight favourites here in this game. Obviously not backable on the money line. 8-1 uh, to one the draw and 16-1 to one on Hertha. Immediately... You, you start to navigate towards the, the handicap markets and the goals markets in this one as you do with buying games. Um, you can't get it at Bayern and over 2.5, but you can get Bayern and over 3.5 in this one. I don't really have a problem with that. Bayern could get these four goals by themselves in this game if they're hungry enough too. Um, they are only 4-9 to nine to cover the minus 1.5 handicap. If you go up to minus 2.5, you start to get plus money here at 13 to 10. I think there's some value on that because I can comfortably see Bayern winning this game by three. But I think the best bet here for you would be for Bayern to win and over 3.5 goals. Because Hertha Berlin themselves are, are capable of, of contributing to and adding to the score sheet. But after seeing the way Hertha defended last week against Eichel Frankfurt and they put three past them, uh, you can only imagine what Bayern are going to do here. Also, Bayern, of course, are coming off that loss. They did win midweek against Dortmund and make some sort of uh, recovery. But even against Dortmund, they netted three goals. So I don't think scoring is going to be their problem unless they rest Robert Lewandowski. And last week, they rested Robert Lewandowski. And uh, I don't know how they didn't score four or five against Sevilla in, in, the, in the Super Cup. That was surprising to me as well. But this team seems due to to put a pasting on someone. And um, yeah, I think they're going to tonk this team on, on Sunday. I think it's going to be 4-5-6-1, something like that. I even think Hertha might might score. But um, I don't think you're going to have any problem getting past the 3.5. And uh, I don't have any doubts that uh, Bayern Munich are going to win this game. So Bayern, for me, uh, comfortably in this one. Closing out with the locks on the show. 
it's difficult to not just take what we what we had. And so far, we've had two weeks on the show and we've had two locks with Bayern and got them both. One was a Twitter lock last week. It was Hoffenheim plus 2.5 because my reasoning for that was is there's no way Bayern Munich are going to win by three goals after playing just 60 hours ago. It was 60 hours between Bayern coming off the pitch against Sevilla and then playing this game at Hoffenheim. And Hoffenheim were one of the top half teams in Germany. So I thought it was a very disrespectful line that we got there. And we were getting that at around 7 to 10, between 7 to 10 and 4 to 6 minus 150. So great value on there, especially when Hoffenheim went and smashed him by, by, by three goals. So really liking um, what we're doing with, with Bayern this season. So it's difficult to take him out of lock contention. So we won't. We, we are going to play a double lock again this week and it's going to be Bayern and over 3.5 goals. And for the second one, we're going to fade Schalke. We should have been fading them the whole time, to be honest. They should have been a bigger part of the picture here over on Das Bundesliga show because the way we've spoken about them, we've been against Schalke each week, but they've not yet figured into a play. They will this week. It's going to be RB Leipzig minus 1.5 to do a number on Shitty Schalke. And that's available at 4 to 5. Both the locks, 4 to 5 this week. So decent decent prices on those two as we look to bounce back from, from dropping two last week. But then, of course, landing the Twitter lock as well. So that was some sort of, of compensation, at least for, for some of you. But if you guys if you guys um, didn't get the, the Hoffenheim Bayern Munich lock, you would have got the very first lock on uh, Manchester United, Brighton, both teams to score. So that was the reason you didn't get that one, because it was giving out to people who unfortunately got the, the Chelsea lock instead, and those who didn't get the in-play either. So there was about two, 300 DMs I had to get through last week. It's just so annoying to do. I don't, I don't want to do it again. Make sure that you just leave reviews, rate, review the show, get as many people to listen to it as, as you can. Word of mouth is very important because we are doing very, very well here on our shows. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had any expansion. It wouldn't be a soccer gambling podcast if we weren't killing it over at the sports gambling podcast in the first place. So make sure you do that. We'll talk more about it on the EPL show because I want to move on to the Champions League because the Champions League draw was done today. And uh, we have joint favourites, Man City, our joint favourites again with Bayern Munich, both at four to one. That's because Man City have been handed a peach of a draw. Uh, Liverpool eleven to two, PSG ten to one, Real Madrid twelve to one, Barcelona fourteen to one, Juve fourteen to one, Atletico Madrid twenty to one, Chelsea twenty two to one, Man United twenty five to one, Atlanta thirty three to one, Dortmund thirty three to one, Milan Inter Milan at is thirty three to one, and Sevilla the Europa League winners fifty to one. Yeah, Man City were given a very, very easy draw, as were some other teams in this competition. If we look at it through group by group, Bayern Munich are paired up with Atletico Madrid, RB Salzburg and Lokomotiv Moscow. And they're the two to five favourites to win that group, which um, I think they should do convincingly. I think um, they may have a difficult game at Atletico Madrid. And it'll be interesting, that game, because... I would have liked to have seen that. Oh, I had that pegged as my uh, as my potential Champions League final. And I think Atletico Madrid would have made it very difficult for them in, in a one-off game. But in this um, 
in his home and away format, it's obviously, it doesn't matter. If you manage to park the bus and it goes 90 minutes, then Bayern Munich are happy. They've taken a point at Atletico Madrid. They don't care. They'll take that point, move on, and they'll win the group with 13 points from 15. So it doesn't matter as much, but it would be very interesting to see how it played out in those circumstances in the final. Uh, group B is a very difficult group because it features uh, Real Madrid and Inter Milan battling it out at the top, with Real are only 4-6 to six and Inter Milan are at 2-1. to one. I'm surprised Inter is so big to win this tournament. Outside of those two, Brushing Richard Gladbach are seven to one and Shakhtar Donetsk are fourteen to one. There's no odds yet on two teams to qualify together, so you can't do Inter and Real to qualify yet, like um, like we did last season, because the draw is very very fresh. And I'm just giving you my initial reaction. My initial reaction is is obviously relatively chalky because I've taken two favourites to win their groups here. Uh, this is Man City's group. Next group C, where Man City head the group ahead of Porto. Man City one to four, Porto five to one, Marseille ten to one, Olympiacos sixteen to one. It'll be an interesting battle for second, because I don't think that Marseille are that much weaker than Porto. In fact, I think they're very, very equal. And uh, when you're looking at the qualify from the group odds here, Porto are eight to eleven and Marseille are seven to four. I think it's big. Big value there on Marseille because I, I, despite the fact that Portugal are the Portuguese champions, the French league is significantly stronger. And Marseille are a top four team in France, and I think a top four team in France is stronger than a, a team challenging for the league in, in Portugal, in my opinion. So I think that will be an interesting group to, to look at because I do think there could be an upset. Well, not an upset in my eyes, but an upset in the way that the market's laid out there where it has Porto being significantly better than Marseille. In Group D, Liverpool are the favourites in a group with Atalanta. It's one to two, it's three to one Atalanta, nine to two Ajax, and thirty-three to one Michelin. Again, it's really difficult to to go against Liverpool here because they have the the Champions League the Champions League pedigree. Uh, there's good value on Atalanta to qualify from this group at four to six. Ajax are at ten to eleven. I think Atalanta is significantly better than 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 Ajax. Again, it's that situation. You're the best team in in Dutch football, yes. But Atalanta are a top four team in Italy. What's stronger? I again would lean towards Atalanta for the same situation I like Marseille. Obviously, they're a favourite in this one because they got to a Champions League semi-final last year. And so far, the way they've played this season, they're not missing Illich. And uh, they did miss him in the Champions League because they lacked creativity in that game against PSG and were holding on to a 1-0 lead. And in the end, they, they lived to regret it. But uh, with Illich there, I think they could have put that game away. But so far, they've started this season without him and don't seem to have missed him at all. Uh, group E is interesting because Chelsea lead the group of six to five favourites ahead of Sevilla, who is six to four. Outside of that, you've got Ren seven to two and Krasendor at sixteen to one. I think this is a competitive group in terms of who qualifies. I think there's amazing value on Sevilla here at four to seven to qualify from this group. So I think they definitely will. They could even win it. We've seen what they've did in Europe with the with the Europa League. Um, I mean, this team is so in love with the Europa League. Wouldn't be surprised me if they tried to finish third to get back in it. But uh, we'll see how that plays out. Again, I think the favourite there is, is the one because Chelsea have got such a strong squad now. I mean, looking at Werner, Havertz, Pulisic, all these players in their team, it's difficult to see how Chelsea don't get through to the next round of the Champions League and don't win that group with Sevilla, the only opposition in it. Uh, up next, we look at Group F and we've got Dortmund leading the group here at 5-6. to six. I've heard of Lazio at 2-1. Zenit 9-2 and 16-1 on Club Bruce. Very weak group here. Um, because you can see Lazio and Dortmund going through comfortably. And uh, they're certainly not two of the stronger teams in the Champions League this season. When you looked at the outright markets, none of them are anywhere near the top. So 
that's quite a good group uh, if you're if you're Lazio or Dortmund because it definitely represents an opportunity to get through to the last 16 of the Champions League. And I think once they do get through, teams will be looking to to play them, especially Lazio. Uh, group G is headlined by Barcelona and Juve, where they have them both as the 10 to 11 favourites. Dynamo Kiev 25 to 1 and um, Veron Varese at 50 to 1. Yeah, if you look at the qualification from the group odds here, you can see that both Barcelona and Juve are at 1 to 20 each. So this is a two-horse race. It's just interesting for me that they've got them so level because I understand that Barcelona are a team who are seemingly in turmoil and on decline, but they started this season with two wins. Um, they've they've got Coutinho back. They've managed to get a lot of the older players out, so they do look a little bit fresher. Lionel Messi did stay. They have a very, very good home record. They even have a good home record last season. I know they lost 8-2 to Bayern, but they still beat Napoli at home and they've had a good home record in the Champions League for years, good home record in the Liga. They're probably going to pick up three home wins here, so they already guaranteed nine points before we even start. I think there's great value on Barca to win this group here. I really do. I do think that Barcelona will win this group. I think that... If I was doing a very early, early lock here, I would probably take Barca to win that group. And finally, May United's group here. We're lumbered together with PSG, where PSG are four to six, two to one Man U, RB Leipzig at eleven to two, and twenty to one on Istanbul. Difficult group for Man U here, but it's lucky that Leipzig have lost some firepower with Werner. They will be difficult to break down at the back. I can see Man United losing in Leipzig, but I can also see Leipzig losing at Old Trafford. So those two exchange points, I think it will come down to what they do against PSG. And that's going to make it tough. Um, It's also going to be interesting to see what they do against Istanbul because they're not going to be mugs in this group. They're going to compete. Turkey's going to be a very difficult place to go to. I don't like Man United's qualifier from this group at 4-9. to I don't think there's any value there. Do I think PSG and Man U will go through? Yeah, I do think that they'll go through from this group. Do I like Man U at 4-9? to No, I don't. I think there's much better value there when you're looking at someone like Atalanta at 4-6 to or Sevilla at 4-7 to to qualify from the group. I think there's more value there from, from those two coming out of easier groups than this one. But um, I still think Man U and PSG there. So that's my initial thoughts on the Champions League. Once we have more odds, prices, etc., more futures to look at, um, I will be doing a proper show on the Champions League. We'll be previewing these group stages. And then, of course, the Champions League will be here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast for the rest of the season. So you can check that out. Don't forget to check out the EPL show. That'll be out tomorrow. We will be bringing the lock back on the show this week. Obviously, I spoke about the lock nightmare last week and what we tried to do. Don't want to go down that road again. Please leave reviews and... Talk about the show to other people. Talk about it with your friends. Talk about it on social media. Word of mouth is very, very important. And let people know that we are giving away free money here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. We're also giving away money over at lockben.com. It isn't free. You do need to subscribe. But if you want to start small, start with the European show because the European show is out every single week. Cost $2.50 per week. Last week on the European show, we went 8 and one the only reason we went 8-1 and one is because Atletico Madrid conceded a goal in the 88th minute and we had them to keep a clean sheet. You could have hedged that pick at 16-1. to one. So we could have gone 9-0 and oh, and the only reason we didn't was because something that happened was a 16-1 to one hedge. It is the crown jewel, a 100% lot record to start the season, 5-0. and oh. 
And that's coming off last year where we went 36 and 9 and a season before where we went 31 and 7 with the locks. And it's not just all about the locks because the format of the show is very simple. I look through the whole Europe. I look at every single game around Europe and I narrow it down to my 7 to 10 favourites that I want to look at on the show and extensively break down. So it's not like that's Bundesliga show. It's not like the EPL show where I have to cover every game on the EPL, even if I don't like some of the games. And the same with the Bundesliga, where there were loads of games on this show today that I wouldn't go anywhere near betting. But these are eight games that I like to bet and probably will bet. And you're getting them for just $10. I'm breaking them down for you. I've hand-picked them and I'm breaking down the bets that I like for just $10 a month, $2.50 a week. That's the European show package. Get that extra podcast. But of course, the best thing to do is to get the top the top package over at lockbetting.com because that gets you every sport, including the NFL, where we are 18-3 and ATS so far this season. That is the most unbelievable start I've ever had to the NFL. One thing I will say, I'm not going to remain 18 and free for the rest of the season, or I'm not going to remain at 86%. It's not possible. I'm. Am I going to continue to make money in the NFL this season? Yes. Am I going to stay at 86%? No. So if you're signing up and thinking, oh, this guy's 86% in the NFL, it's not. I'm not going to remain at 86% in the NFL. I never make that promise. Regression is coming. I've not lost so far. Am I going to have losing weeks? Yeah, I'm probably going to have three or four of them. I'm going to lose three or four weeks in the NFL this week because if I didn't, then the NFL would be insanely easy and the bookies would become poor and then we wouldn't have sports gambling because we can't have sports gambling with poor bookies and there's no poor bookies in the world. So it doesn't work that way, but I will continue to make money in the NFL and I've made an 18 and three star ATS. So if you want to get involved, head over to lockbetting.com. That's it from me in this edition of Das Bundesliga Show. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye, snow, hello, adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off road in an all wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.